When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome and well met. Come warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Agelos. Yes, I am back after two-week hiatus, unfortunately, due to work, and it's awful. It's terrible. And also joining me, the amazing man, the myth, the legend himself, Arknir Silvershield. How are you, buddy? I'm doing... Well, great, but tired in general. Sounds like we got a little bit of pixelation here, so let's Again? Yeah, yeah, hold on a sec. Sorry, everyone, we're testing out a new video calling system, and uh, it worked pretty well, um, except for Arkaneer's having some issues with his voice at times. All right. There we go. Okay, nice. There, yeah. We waited too long to hear you talking. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that, but... That's yeah, great. well... I'm I'm great and tired at the same time. Great because I'm doing the show. Tired because I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Actually, you know what's really funny is we're actually testing out the Curse Twitch app for video calls, and it, it, it's gorgeous for video calls. Like the quality is really good. Um, but we're not really sure what's going on with Ark's mic at times. We don't know if it's actually Twitch. Or if it's his data cap. Could be either. I'm not sure. We're, yeah. we'll, we'll deal with it. So if he gets pixelated, uh, for anyone who's listening to the podcast may hear some pixelization, don't worry. I'll end the call, bring, bring him back in, and it'll go back to normal. We'll be good for another couple minutes. So apologize uh, ahead of time for that until we figure that out. But, um, yeah, we're not sure. Um, for those of you in chat, welcome chat room. You guys are amazing. The uh, – the, um, some people are already asking, but that awesome intro music that you heard is brought to you by the amazingly talented Family Jewels. Um, so if you actually want to hear that cover, which is the uh, Elder Scrolls medley, um, as well as a lot of his other amazing covers, I know, which we'll talk about in a little bit, he just did one for The Legend of Zelda, which Thais was just in love with. Um, you can check him out over at YouTube.com slash Family Jewels 7X. Uh, definitely go subscribe to him he does amazing stuff uh on top of that we had some amazing support this week uh from a lot of people on our patreon including uh, andrew jones um josh hillman reckless riot and uh nick oh i said it on the uh was it chevalier chevalier i am so sorry buddy if i I messed up chevalier i I think um which 
he actually runs his own website called switchjoy.net and we talked about it on the dungeon crawler so if you actually don't listen to that show you should it's our general mmo gaming podcast uh a little bit of a disclaimer i have a bunch of angry people on the show so if you don't like angry ranting you may not want it. It might not be your cup of tea, <laughs> but if you do, I mean, come on. I, I got Broden, I got Asari, and I got Tara on the show. I mean, it's it's just a powder keg waiting to happen. Um, but uh, yeah, no, check that out. But we talked about it a little bit, and at the time, which is really funny, um, Switch Joy is all about Nintendo news, and specifically the new Nintendo Switch, right? Uh, Thais loves Nintendo. She's all about Nintendo. All right, so she was, like, telling me how awesome this site will be, especially when she gets the Switch. Well, we did that show on Wednesday, and on Thursday or Friday, it, uh, maybe it was even Saturday, I can't remember. No, it was Sunday. That following Sunday, uh, we went shopping, and she happened to pick up her Switch and uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and that's all she's been playing, like, nonstop. Like, I wake up at, like, 3 in the morning. She's still out in the living room playing. So... <laughs> SwitchJoy.net actually has been a little bit more uh, in handy for her now because she actually has a Switch. So definitely go check out his site as well. It's really well put together. And if you are in the Nintendo fan fandom site, you know, that fan bubble, go check it out. Um, also, uh, another little bit of DCN news. First off, a uh, little sad, but don't worry. Arcaneer is going away for a little bit, but not long. Yeah. Just a little. Just about a month. About a month or so. Until I graduate, get that, get that diploma, finally. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's <laughs> finishing that up. So for the next month, month of May, we're going to be arc arcaneerless. Of which means <laughs> that the Sexplar build will go uncontested as the penultimate build. Oh, don't I'll, I'll be in the chat. <laughs> I'll be in the chat. He's going to be in the chat. Ready to shine the truth up on your untrue build no, whatever the sex bar <laughs> will have its reign in the month of may um but with that being said uh i've already spoken to nick aka misa who is our other co-host he's going to be on the show for at least three of the episodes for next for next month i talked him into it uh so have no fear nate will be here and we'll probably talk lore because that's what nate and i do <laughs> um but yeah some more exciting news, and this is actually something that's really cool. Uh, Arcanir, our very own Arcanir, Silver Shield, on the uh, on here has has formed his own company now, a game development yeah. studio. You want to well, talk about it for a bit? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, formed uh, in the past dances, maybe a bit strong, but we are um, we made our name known out there. We started our social media presence. Uh, it's Angry Koala Studios, if you want to know. You can find us on Twitter at Angry Koala Dev, because Studio was they didn't get fit to that little text space anyway. And we are currently, I guess, 70% complete with our first game, which is a mobile game, because starting off with, as a new company, starting off with Steam or any other PC or console platform is a bit risky so yeah we are we are going kind of old school with a game i can't tell the details yet unfortunately because others don't want to so i have to i we, we are we put an nda on ourselves <sighs> man i was kind of hoping to get a little bit of like yeah, maybe next that. week maybe but, no but it's i'm okay. not on the show next week so That's, i don't know you know it's, it's we, we are going for you know some old school idea and trying to add any perspective to it 
Okay. That's, right. I guess, what I can right. say. Well, when you're free to talk about it, we may actually... <gasps> we could have a dev interview, but with you! You can be the special <laughs> guest! We'll just pull you on one show at some point and yeah. have, you, have you go nuts. Who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll do a game for DCN at Ooh. some point when we get there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you uh, follow him on social media, definitely go do- check that out. We're going to have that in the show notes as well. I'm going to make sure that's here. Go get follow him. Show him some love. He's He's been an amazing part of our, our, our show, our community. At least you can do. Go follow him on Twitter. Just give him some love, all right? Yeah. Be, be awesome. Be an awesome part <laughs> of the DCN community and follow follow his studio, okay? Just do it. So, yeah, that's one of the two reasons why I'm going away for a month. One is graduation and one is that there is a lot of work to do with our mm-hmm. startup, so... Oh, absolutely. Understand. All right. So there you go. So now you know what's coming up, at least for the next month. And actually, you know what's really going to be fun, Ark? While you're away, probably the first episode that you're going to come back will be the launch of Morrowind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll come back without the NDA. Yeah, yeah. We'll be able to talk about not the NDA, which is great. And, and since gonna... I would be graduated, I'll have all the damn time <laughs> to play the game. Very nice. Very nice. All right, we're going to go ahead and just roll right into our tales of Tamriel. We'll get to talk about what we have done in the amazing world of Nern this, well, past three weeks or so. Um, I know this is probably going to be a shorter tale section because multiple reasons. Uh, <laughs> one, NDAs, and two, at least yep. for me, uh, past two weeks have just been hell for work. You know, like it's been nuts. So I've gotten almost zero playtime in the past two weeks or so, but we've got some stuff to talk about. First off, Ark, what have you been mostly doing? Well, everything I've done is included in NDA, so <laughs> I, I can't talk about it. Yeah, I understand. I, I understand. Um, here, here's something fun. Well, this is something we actually can talk about because they did r- remove the NDA. You've been, you've been playing the, the closed beta, right? Um, we're not allowed to talk about anything like Battlegrounds or Vardenfell or anything of that nature, so we're not going to, so have no fear. Uh, one of the things that happened within the past few weeks, which we'll talk about in the news a little bit, has been this controversy over uh, a lot of the class changes that are coming, yep. which we, we will talk about in news. But just just real quickly, how is uh, how is resource... Re- uh, Regenerate or yeah, resource management for you with your with your builds. Well, um, now how to how to avoid NDA? You're actually allowed to talk about this. Gina went to the form as long yeah, as it's the, dealing with. The thing is, I I didn't play with my dragon knight. Oh, you ah so, yeah, gotcha. You were playing. That's why. Board. Yeah. All right. Well, I did check the champion point changes. And stuff like that. And I don't know. I've never been one of the pro players, I guess, that has all the rotations figured out. Mm-hmm. So it will probably affect me in terms of resources generation. But then again, uh, at least for PvP part, I already play in a non-champion point campaign. So it doesn't really affect me at all. Okay. Of course, the skill changes, like the changes to the skills will uh, have an effect. But for the champion point part, I don't really care because I already wasn't using them. 
So, but okay. I don't know. I understand one of the arguments that, you know, not everyone is a pro player that has figured out the entire resource management thing and has infinite resources. Uh, I guess lots of the players don't already struggle with the resource management, but it is what it is. I, I love a challenge. So even if it does affect me, like even if I, for the first couple of months of the game, I end up not being able to cast any spells or skills due to resource management, I'm fine with that. I'm I'm happy with that challenge. So All that's right. that's what I think on the on the topic. Okay, no, that no, that's fine because well, some people were asking me this too. I, I'm going to shout out Lord Obi. As soon as I was able to log on, he uh, he asked me too. He's like, so what do you think about these class changes? I pretty much said to me. I've been playing MMOs now for probably about 15 years. I am used to every patch, and especially expansions, because uh, for the majority of my game time has been World of Warcraft, and anyone who's been playing World of Warcraft knows that every time that they do an expansion, it's not just it's not just little changes like what we see in content patches where they go, like, oh, we adjusted stamp. No, no. They pretty much go, we're going to rebuild your entire class from the ground up every expansion. They're like, yeah, we didn't like how it works. We're just going to take what you knew and we're just going to change it. Just, just, you know, so having to, having to learn that. And for some odd reason, um, Asari and I, we've had this conversation where we always play those Holy Warriors and, and they tend to suck. Um, I've had resource management issues on a Templar uh, since the game started. So nothing new for me. I mean, everyone else yeah. now just gets to join in in my crap of I'm out of resources because we had Templars had no way of regaining resources natively. Like we just didn't, yeah. you know, like it just like, nope, I'm, I'm used to that anyway. Right. So <laughs> now all the rest of you get to join in with the crap that is resource management so it's kind of like misery loves company i'm not actually <laughs> complaining i'm just laughing at everyone else who's complaining because i'm like i've been playing this way for three years so enjoy <laughs> well that is what it is yeah. i mean the game has to change i think we're gonna have to drop our call again unfortunately yeah yeah i'm telling you it's it's kind of it's kind of crap right um but yeah, the game changes, right? Like that's what it does. The game changes, and all right, you know, is it fixed? You're yeah. You're as soon as we bring the call back, What's you're, you're good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe don't it's know. my like the software is adjusting my gain again. You can check. I like I, I, I heard it doing it, that. I don't um, know why it's doing that. Like it's um, Clan of Orphan. I really think that if you look at the changes, the whole it, it is a give and take patch. That will not be uh, that will not be that challenging to get used to the change. It's really not going to be. It, what's changing is tanks that can eternal block, uh, magicas, magica builds that just never run out of magica ever, and you know you're gonna see a lot of stuff change when it comes to um, when it comes to PvP specifically because um, of 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 that crap and also some of the end game trials will change because you're not going to be able to sit there and spam but that might not necessarily be true with trials because a lot of what trials is at least the good trials is working with synergies so you'll see a lot of templars dropping spears and a lot of the mystic orbs like you're going to see a lot of that um yeah yeah so you know it is what it is we'll see 
I guess. I mean, there are two arguments I remember from our Discord was that, you know, why they are making this ch- these changes as a bulk instead of, like, including them in incremental patches all the time. And I think they answered that on uh, the ESO Live this Friday. And the reason, apparently, to uh, according to Eric Robel, uh, the lead combat designer, is that uh, if they do the changes each week then you have to change your gear and build each week. Yeah. And as he says, um, when they do these changes as a bulk every three to four months, you know that you at least have three to four months with that build to go on. Mm-hmm. And that actually made sense to me. Because you know, take, collecting the gear and everything else takes time. And the other argument was, I remember this being discussed in our Discord as well, um, why they are balancing PvP and PvE at the same time. And again, the, apparently the answer is... Uh, what was the answer? <laughs> I forgot. Oh, uh, they don't want you to relearn the game when you come back to PvP or PvE after being a PvP or a PvE, vice versa. Right. And well, th- those made sense to me. I just want to point that out because, you know, in case uh, we have listeners that don't watch ESO Live... Mm-hmm. So that was the two answers they gave to those questions. Gotcha. I can tell you what, I know a lot of people who don't listen to ESO Live because of how toxic the chat is. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I've even stopped watching it. I watch recaps later because I just don't want to deal with it. So, yeah. Well, all right. So my gameplay this week, or these past three weeks, like I said, I've been playing a lot on the test server as well. Um, but again, I can't talk about a lot of it, uh, because of NDA. So, um, you know, just, I think, I think you sent me a message and I think we can, we can, we can say this, we can say this cause it's, it's not NDA. Um, well, sort of is, but it, it doesn't matter. You can see this from screenshots. I know you said how much you hated Marwin and how ugly it is. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, that was. Do, do you want to rescind that now? Okay, so um, whenever Agelos mentioned that, you know, the fact that I didn't play Morrowind because, you know, one reason is that it's old. Okay. Uh, and I, I wasn't really able to play it. But the, another reason is that I hate Morrowind, the landscape, the, the everything about it. It's. At least I hate it. Um, it's ashy. It's ugly. There are weird creatures everywhere. Basically, I absolutely hated Morrowind. So, um, but in Elder Scrolls Online part, uh, I guess since it's in Second Era, uh, maybe it's because, you know, I assume it's because of the era change. Um, it's actually beautiful. Red Mountain, I don't think, has exploded yet. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And I was like, I messaged Ag after the first day in um, PDL. I messaged Ag. Okay, I take everything I said about Morrowind back. (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) It's it's beautiful. Uh, They actually did talk about the lore side of this. So we could actually say, like, one of the reasons why Vardenfell itself is as pretty as it is is because the ghost fence hasn't went up yet. The ghost fence is what caused a lot of that issue. I'm not really sure hmm. why, like lore-wise. I'm not really like 
if you know what the ghost fence was, it was a perimeter built all the way around Red Mountain. Um, but I maybe it cut off the ash supply. And, of course, if anyone knows about much about volcanoes, the ash, when it lands, actually makes the ground insanely fertile. But if that were cut off <laughs> because of the ghost fence, it might be more arid and, and die off. That's why Morrowind, about 900, yeah, 900 years later. No, is it 900? I think so. Is it 900? I'm not sure. Skyrim's like a thousand, but no, mm-hmm. eight hundred, eight hundred, because Skyrim's two hundred years from the main series, and the main series takes place within like the same fifty. Because Uriel Septim the seventh is the same guy all the way through, so it was within his mm-hmm. lifetime. Um, so, yeah, like all the other games take place within one emperor's lifetime. It's only, um, well, technically, I guess. Uh, I guess technically Oblivion ends his life, but you know that's, that's neither here nor there. It was still kind of between his lifetime. Skyrim's the only one that jumped ahead about 200 years, but yeah, it's about 800 years difference between uh, where we are now versus where we are in, in, in Morrowind. So mm-hmm. in that time, obviously, crap goes down. But yeah, the ghost fence is one of the reasons why there's it's more lush now because it's not blocking out whatever it was that it blocks out. So, yeah, yeah. I know. the creatures are still weird, though. Well, they they talked about that though. They they that's one of the things that's most endearing about Vardenfell is because it does feel very alien. Mm-hmm. You know, like it does. Yeah. It just feels yeah. different. Um, I'm not a I'm not a huge fantasy guy, or sci fi guy. I'm obviously a huge fantasy guy, but. Um, and and I like traditional Western fantasies. In yes, Elder Scrolls isn't isn't technically by the strictest definitions a Western fantasy because there's not the traditional like elves, dwarves, orcs. There is yeah. to an extent, but everything is an elf or a man. Like e- even the dwar- <laughs> even the dwarves are just a sub race of elves. Like they're not mm-hmm. they're not Tolkien esque or I guess Tolkien-esque wouldn't be the right word. I guess it would be Nordic-type idea of dwarves. You know, those ideas. Yeah, they're, yeah. They are just elves. They might have been short. They might have had big beards. We've seen that. If you see the ghost in Marwyn, they, they kind of look like thin dwarves because they're short. Like It's really funny because if you're walking through uh, some of the uh, Dwemer ruins in in Morrowind you see these ghosts the ghosts of of these Dwemer which I'm really surprised like I wonder why they're even around but these Dwemer-ish ghosts that actually look you know like they're translucent Dwemer and it's funny because if you see them next to a chair or something like they only the chair like where you would sit only goes up to their chest so it's like they're (laughs) they're obviously short (laughs) um but you could you even see that with the wood elves like Mm -hmm. in ESO if you look at the wood elves they're tiny like even the tallest wood elf is only about, mm, I don't know, five foot tall. Like yeah. they're they're short comparatively. They're not like tall, elegant elves. They're short, so it's not outside the realm of possibility that the Dwemer were even shorter. Obviously, even being underground for as long as they were, that tends to hunch people over. Uh, so, I mean, they might look like classical dwarves, but they are they're elves. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I guess we'll see them at one point in one of the new games, but... Maybe. I, see, even when asked whether or not we'll know anything else about Dwemer, 
in this. They pretty much in ESO, they pretty much said we know nothing more than what we knew before because we can't yeah. know something now that you didn't know in the future. So yeah. <laughs> they're never in ESO they're never gonna expand upon Dwemer to a point well, where not in ESO, but Well, yeah, I don't see we see. Yeah. I you see a new Elder Scrolls game. Sometimes your mic does auto correct, which is really annoying. I don't know. It never did that. It's it's I think be, it's like, gotta be Twitch. I don't know. Does yeah. mine sound like it auto auto No, it's it's static, it's as usual. Hmm. Maybe my Logitech software and Twitch app is just they fight with trying one another. to be over. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. All they right. both have their auto adjust settings off, but I don't know. I apologize to all of our listeners. We'll we'll have this figured out uh, eventually. Like I said, it's one of those things where I ask Ark to download this literally ten minutes before we went live. So, well, maybe it was a little longer. Um, but so I apologize. I'll do my best in post production to make it sound good. But uh, sorry about that, guys. Um, but yeah, all of that was really to talk about. Like you said, maybe in later games. I don't think Bethesda will ever do anything with it because they like the speculation that is the Dwemer story. Yeah, that I mean, makes sense. But, yeah. I mean, they'll run out of other stuff at some point, I guess. So they'll have to bring out the speculated stuff. Well, I don't know. I think they also, also, I switched to push to talk, so that might help. I'm not sure. Okay, we'll, we'll play with it for a little bit. Um... With the Dwemer side, though, like, I honestly think they'll just expand on, they'll just keep giving us Dwemer ruins, but we'll never actually know more. Because that is, I, I honestly can tell you, if I ever found out, like, legit, like, they came down from on high, Todd the God Howard came down and gave us a definitive answer of this is exactly what happened to Dwemer, I would, I, I'd be happy, but then I'd be sad. You know, it's like that episode of Futurama where the professor finds out, like, the mystery of the universe, and then he's all depressed because he's like, I live my life for the questions, and now I have nothing to look forward to because I know all the answers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to, like, it doesn't have to be like they gave us all the answers, but seeing at the Wimmer wouldn't actually change anything regard in regards to what we know about them because apparently we actually saw some in Morrowind. We saw one in Morrowind. Yagrim Bagram... Yeah. You saw one, and he was infected it, it with corpus. It would be just that we see one again in good graphics, no, so no. we would understand it better. Like, perhaps, perhaps, uh, we might have to end the call again and re-add that. So I'm going to do that real quick. Um, but for those who are still listening, video call. Um, the thing with Yagram is that, and, and this is the thing I love most about Yagram, is the fact that uh, he. How do I want to? How do I want to say that? Um, if Arky still there? Maybe. I don't know. Let's try this again. Sorry, everyone. I'll try to cut this out. There we go. Calling, calling. There we go. All right. There we go. So push the talk didn't work. No, not really. It's okay. Um. So the thing I like most about Yagram is the fact that when you talk to him, you actually have the option in Marwin to ask him, like, so what happened to all the dwarves? And he's like, yeah, so here's the thing. 
Like my people were really good at this interdimensional travel. Like I, I was visiting a plane of oblivion at the time and everyone disappeared and I got back and I'm sitting there going, where is everybody? <laughs> so he's in the same situation as we are. Cause he's like, yeah, it just so happens that at the time I just, I wasn't on this plane. And when I came back, no one was home. Yeah, that's sad. Actually, you know, it, it really you, is. you came back and it's like your entire race is not there. Is gone. Yeah. Um. Oh, and uh, Bartles eighty eight in chats like technical issues happen. You're handling it properly. Keep it up. Thank you, buddy. I really do appreciate it. I should have yeah. done some more testing with this one before we went live. It's really nice for the cameras. Um, and during the pre-show, like when we it, we weren't having these issues. So I mean, it is what it is. We'll try to. We'll just roll with it. That's what we do. <laughs> um, and we'll we'll get some more testing in on this before we yeah. we really work on it later. Um, this is so, still on beta, right? This app. I think, I think so. It, it's it's yeah. fairly new. It's fairly mm-hmm. new. But um, so yeah, that was that was you know what we knew about there. Now the rest of what I did in game. Obviously, when we were getting ready to do the show, the yearly anniversary thing was on. Um, uh, Briscaccio and Chad. I think technology is intimidated by the beards. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The beards are awesome. Ah, uh, yeah. So I was doing a lot of day, even when I was at work and stuff like that. Like, not I would only have enough time to log on briefly. I'd still log on and do dailies. I was doing dailies on like f- every character I had in order to get a lot of the rewards, which I did get a lot of good ones. Like I got like four or five pieces of Akaviri motif pages so that's really cool because i don't pvp that often so i don't get a lot of ap so i was like sitting there going when will i ever get the zakaviri set i got like four or five from that event and i was really really excited so i only did the dailies i guess for a few days and got i think some outlaw motifs Mm-hmm. But I need those on just one character or something like that, so I, I, I guess it was still a win. I did it on five characters, and I did the daily crafting writs. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. Wow, really really hit me in the, below the belt there, Mana. Mana, I'm guessing Ag <laughs> has been dealing with a lot of tech issues at work, and now this. Probably used to it. Yeah, yeah I have been. Ugh, work issues. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't even. I don't even want to go about work issues. I, just, <laughs> I messed up a server before I left work on Friday. I think I was texting people in Discord, wiped out an entire server config ten minutes before I walked out the door. I was just like, "Screw it, I'm done. I'll deal with this on Monday. <laughs> I don't even care." Uh. Yeah. I was. I'm just done. But yeah. So I did a lot of those dailies. That's really all I did during the the anniversary event because doing dailies even on six characters when you don't have a lot of time to play that still took. Well, doing crafting writs on all the dailies, I think it still took me like thirty forty minutes to do all the stuff mm-hmm. and run around and get everything. So it, it took time. So I did all that. Um, shout out to Nerdman and Linway, awesome people in our community. Uh, they furnished my bedroom in my house since I haven't had any time to do anything. They sent me a bunch of stuff for my for the house. They like, sent me like a bed and dresser and all sorts of <laughs> all these awesome like like purple quality stuff. So I still have them. They're still sitting in my bank because I haven't had time to place them in the house. But when I do, my bedroom is decked out courtesy of Nerdman and his wife. As naughty so you got as that the sounds, castle, but 
Oh, it's just empty. castle. No. It's just it's empty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I have like a little notebook sitting next to my desk here, and I drew out a map of of the place, and I'm I'm sketching out what I want to do. Right. So I'm like writing on the thing, like okay, bed here, stuff like that. But now I'm now I'm doing all that. But now I'm sitting here going, okay, let's look at this a little deeper and then find out what and and hammer it out as I go. Uh, thankfully, they sent me a lot of Nordic stuff, and I'm a Nord, so I mean, like the Nordic queen bed or whatever it is is pretty awesome looking. So that's... I'll spend my entire gold on Altmer stuff and send them to you. Oh, I hate you. I'll actually I'll actually place them in the castle. While you are logged off. While I'm logged off. I need to remove decorator rights from you. That's what I got to do. Also, I'll come back and it'll be like an Altmer Haven. <laughs> yeah, I should I should definitely do that. I repeat it. Like, every time you change it back, I'll log in while you are sleeping and uh, Altmer the place up. I kind of hate you a little bit right now. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> what was the tagline of your company? I love Altmers, but you'll love this more. What? That's not. <laughs> that's the tagline of your company. Yeah, that's because of Zealot. Yeah, yeah, I that saw that. Not happen. That will not happen. That's gonna be. Everyone see, just see needs Zealot. to see what you did. See Zealot. Yep. See Zealot. It's all your Maybe. fault. It is all your fault. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Taro Gaming. Is this an ERP stream? Possibly. If you want to hop on here, because you know, we need our heel sluts. Anyway, we're not quite good enough for that. That's a decent yeah. joke. But yeah, she'll get it. All right. So uh, other than that, I uh, ran Imperial City with the guild, which was awesome because I got to I've, I got to hook back up with uh, a bunch of people that I play with. Uh, you know, shout out to Brad because uh, um, you know obviously we talked to him a lot. I got you no. Know, uh, if when I was in DC last year, I got to meet him and his family, which was really awesome. So I got to reconnect after having like a month of not being able to be on and do anything because of work. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, ran with a couple new members, which then pretty much, um, it spawned out of her name being, a, a, a it sounded like Minomir, Miramir which is, but it was spelled differently. I asked her whether or not it was from Lord of the Rings. Uh, so we got into a big Lord of the Rings lore talk. So that was really fun. <laughs> like, just because. Yeah. I like well, Lord of the Rings, and it sounded like Minermere. So, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, big lore talk there about. So our icy night turned into that. We actually only did the sewers. Because uh, what I wanted to do this this week was instead of doing the top where we do the district zone, go down and, and clear the center. I was trying to help people get their, um, their clears on, mm-hmm. on a lot of the other stuff, like, uh, killing all the world bosses, finding all the points of interest and, 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 you know, get their pathfinder achievements. We did all of EP. So all of EP is done with the group. Um, but we were going down the AD side and got majority of it before we got wiped out by like, a herd of like 20 of them so um obviously i think i was the only one me and um storm lords i think it was were the only ones in pvp gear um so See, that's what happens when i'm not 13 intimidate everyone there it is yeah i'm yeah. telling you and galsner wasn't there either so i didn't have my other <laughs> pvp guy uh so See, if if galsner wasn't there the entire thing is probably your fault because i'm pretty sure you just went directly to an ad horde and 
everyone followed you, obviously, because usually it's Galisknur that um, you know reminds people not to follow you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Don't follow. Don't follow Ag in IC Knights Eron. Don't don't do it. But I have because to... he'll he'll definitely f- direct you to your death. Sort of... I I don't know what you're talking about. I'm definitely the one you should follow in IC Knights. Just Every, because everyone knows what I'm talking about. Everyone else knows what I'm talking about. All those poor souls that died during IC Knights while following you, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling you. My sexplar. It's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, that that's what I did. Um now, apparently my audio is going off again. Is it? No, you're not. It, yeah. it might I think it's just auto adjusting. So um, Okay. Yeah, Tyler, it's uh it, it auto adjusts on him. We're still do- we we started working with a new app that we're trying for video capture, which is awesome, but the auto adjusting is really annoying. It's like auto ducking the audio. We should have done more testing, but we're trying to roll with it cuz we're already most of the way through a show. Yeah. I'll try some I just set automatic game control on this app. Let's see what happens. Okay. All right. Maybe well, this is that. Well, it seems to still be doing it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> nice try. It was worth the effort. Um, yeah. It's weird because the automatic game controls, it's obviously because of yours. Like, I've turned all my, like, I have the Blue Yeti with uh, its, its game control, but I, uh, I limit that. So I'm not having a fight for some odd reason, but yours seems to. I don't know. We'll deal with it. Um, and tell the app it smells. I would, but <laughs> it's owned by like Amazon, and Amazon has enough money to hire an assassin to kill me. They do. They, they do. do. Yeah. Now it's uh, it's actually the Twitch app, the cursed Twitch app. Um, since Discord unfortunately hasn't done their video calls yet, I cannot wait until they do. But I really wanted to test this out. And, it actually works really good other than the auto ducking that seems to be happening. <laughs> um, all right. So that was kind of the end of our tail section. We're going to go ahead and go into the news. First off, uh, again, some of this news is going to be a little old just due to the fact that we're, this is, we went two weeks without a show. Again, I apologize, especially to all of our uh, patron supporters. I know you guys do a lot for us over there. Patreon.com slash dungeon crawler network. I hate going so long without a show. Just I couldn't do it. <laughs> I I think I texted you, Ark. I said, Ark, we're gonna try to do a show on Saturday. I should be yeah. home from this migration. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Ark, we're gonna yeah. try on Sunday. I, I I was like, Ark, I've been up for like fifty eight hours. I, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm done. I I just can't. I thought I could. I can't. <laughs> By the way, I think your voice is pixelating as well. But I'm. Pretty sure OBS is not picking it up, but yeah, since it records directly from you, I guess it's an app thing. I, I, I think it, I honestly think it might not even that pixelation has to be because of your at cap. I, I really do because I don't think we have any pixelate or that pixelization or whatever on our side. So we'll see. No, we'll see if the chat says anything. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and before before we really move on, I really should announce at the beginning of the show. Uh, we are giving away the copy of Morrowind DLC this month. And actually, by the time this goes live, this episode um, is the day we'll pick a winner. So when you're listening to this, I don't have a I don't have a, uh, a winner yet because we still have a few days um, 
for any patrons who sign up to us over at patreon.com slash dungeon crawl network, you will be given an opportunity to win the collector's edition of Morrowind. Uh, we picked that winner on May 1st. So if you're watching this live, you still got time. If you're hearing it now, sorry. Um, but I can announce that next month's giveaway is going to be a copy of Age of Empires 2 HD edition. So that'll be picked next month for anyone who is a patron of ours over there on Patreon. Um, we'll randomly pick a winner. And um, as long as you have a Steam account, I'm pretty sure as long as we, as long as you can accept a gift from a U.S. account, you'll be fine. So that's the only stipulation for that one. So uh, for anyone who who's interested, maybe if you get a chance, you'll get to play with Ark and me because we love Age of Empires. So... Well, not me because oh, pixel the pink difference is too much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crud. Ooh. Um, there we go. We're back. Which gods? Twitch. Why do you hate us? Uh, at, at least on the upside, like I said, whenever we drop a call and bring you back on, you're perfect again. But our cameras go right back to the way they were. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's one good thing about this Twitch app, I guess. Yeah, but definitely. yeah, uh, as for Age of Empires, you might not be able to play with me due to the ping difference. Like it lags a lot. You tried with Ak, but maybe if you're closer yeah. to him, you'll be fine. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. But, but I spent a lot of my time in Age of Empires lately, so that might work. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be next month's uh, giveaway for anyone who's supporting us, and we really do appreciate everyone who supports us over there. You guys are amazing. The generosity of this com- of community has been. It just blows me away. It really does. You guys are awesome. Um, all right. So now that I got that out of the way, I really should have done it at the beginning of the show, but you know, it is what it is. I forgot until just now. Uh, so the official free to play weekend in Crown Sale was last week. That was, um, and it also coincided with the uh, was it three or four year anniversary, three year anniversary. So um, mm-hmm. we got to got to see that. So that was pretty cool. They offered free to play. You could play. They. Um, Completely free on any. I think it was. X, did Xbox get one too, or was it just PS4 and PC? No, I'm not sure. Um, let's see. Test the game for Morrowind Crown Set. Now, here's the thing. The Crown Set was really cool. Um, oh, actually, it was for everybody. Xbox and PS4 at the same time. So, um, but yeah, they had a Crown Set at the same time. So everything was like tiered pricing like the biggest crown pack was like 40 percent off which is really cool so i bought a couple i bought two i think and i know some other people who bought tons which you probably needed to do because they released uh the grand tropical hideaway uh which was the um the second of the two crown store exclusive uh houses Yes. So here's the thing. It was only for like what three, four days. I'm not sure. I didn't even check. I I knew I wasn't able to afford it. So. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was limited time, and uh, it was only like during. It was like one of those uh, limit short time sales. So it was only like Wednesday to Monday or something like that. It wasn't. It wasn't real long. Um. Only could get it with crowns. yeah. In Reddit, it says available through May 1st. So it might still be up there. I'm not sure. It might be. It, like, when did it start? That's what I want to 
When did it oh, start? That I don't know. May 1st is Monday, but yeah, it, it, it was only like the beginning, like Wednesday of this week. It wasn't yeah. real long, but you only have till Wednesday to buy, or Monday to buy this. Yeah. Um, so unfurnished, this thing was 1,500 crowns. I'm just going to let that sink in for a minute. So that's, um, I guess, 100 and, 110 bucks unfurnished. Um, if you did not buy it on the crown sale, okay? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we're just going to assume you didn't buy on the crown sale. 5,500 crowns. So 5,500 times three, that gives you uh, 1,500 crowns above, so you wouldn't have to go quite that high. But let's just say you're buying that. So that's uh, 39.99 times three. 119 bucks nice 120 bucks essentially yeah and you'll have 1500 crowns extra so you could probably say about 100 bucks if you didn't really want to mm-hmm. it. well actually no it probably the the bigger the crown pack it's cheaper so if like if you broke it like oh i don't need that so let's just buy the second one you probably actually pay more than that so it's about 120 bucks to buy this if you didn't already have the crown saved up but even if you had the crown saved up you only get 15 if you just just buy sub only all right so if you needed 1,500, 1,500 crowns, or yeah, 15,000 crowns, I should say, um, and you only were subbing month to month, it was 10 months worth of sub to get that. And you didn't buy anything else. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I didn't even look at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an island. So, if you had the crowns piled up, I, I'd say it's worth it. Like, well, if rather you were... than spending it on crowns or, I don't know, uh, costumes or anything, getting an island, I guess, makes sense. But just getting crowns or, you know, subs to buy the island, nah, that's not for me. Yeah, that seems to be my major issue with this is the fact that, you know, and I see some people in chat, you know, they're they're not real happy about this. And, and I mean, if you're a collector, it's an issue. And I get it. You don't there's a lot of other houses, but if you really wanted this tropical island, I'm not even worried about the price. It's the fact they made it limited time that's the problem because yeah. like you said, in let 10 months of sub, how long has the game been uh, a year and a half, maybe? Like, how long has it been that you actually needed crowns? It wasn't that long. Yep. It's it's almost like you were from the very beginning of not spent a single crown in order to have this natural. <laughs> like, and I get there was a sale at the same time. They offered a crown sale, so you could have stocked up, you could get it cheaper. I got that. But it's just like, that's a lot of crowns for someone to push out in a week over a weekend. That's the biggest problem. It, it the price and you know and Ajax do in chat he's he summed up the price and the fact that it's time exclusive is a cash grab, which is sad cuz it is. It's even with the other ones which I hate the timed exclusives, but when it's like 20 bucks or whatever or 2500 crowns, okay, it's 20 bucks. I could throw that down. It's a little harder to get 120 bucks together and throw that down. You know? Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, the entire crown store concept is money grab. 
So it's true. You know, that's 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 the whole idea of putting out a crown stores, and it works. So I can't really blame them. Yeah, and, and apparently, you know, uh, I also think that it would make more money by just leaving it on the store. But I'm pretty sure their marketing director or whatever is going through the statistics before making this decision. So apparently it does make more money. And that's that actually isn't the... Uh, it's not the fault of ZeniMax Online. It's the fault of people. Well, not fault, but I guess a weakness of people that feels the need to buy the timed exclusive. Mm-hmm. So apparently it makes more money. Apparently we buy more when it's timed exclusive that they are going for that road. So... Yeah. No, it, it is. It's <laughs> they're selling you the fear of not having it. That's what they're playing on. They're playing on buyer fear because like if it was something that was constantly in the crown store, I could save up for it. You know, I might I can get it eventually. I'll wait till there's a crown mm-hmm. sale. I hear my son's upstairs. If anyone can hear that whatever, he's playing with his uh <laughs> I don't know. Can you hear that arc? Yep, yeah, I can. All right. The clingy The clingy. Yeah, he has a little piano. He's playing with that and I can hear him. <laughs> Um, it's kind of funny. He's a bard, apparently. Um, yeah, that's cute. Uh, <laughs> um, just, just up there playing his piano. He's, he wants to join the bard's college. He's preparing. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he came he'll down. She's like, sorry. Well. I'm like, I don't care. People know I have a son. Whatever. Yeah, she's giving me thumbs up. I, I'm making it. It's a bard's college. Oh, you can see her hand. <gasps> the East is here. Just, this is all you get to see of her, though. Just this little wait, bit. Wait, wait, you get some elbow. Oh, don't! You'll get us banned from Twitch. <laughs> Showing your naughties. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, you were jealous of you. Oh, that's my. I mean, he's playing. <laughs> my son's adorable. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. I might be biased. I don't care. He's awesome. I hear him upstairs. Um, so yeah. It's this fear of buying a product or wanting to buy a product. If it was there, I could wait. It's it's kind of like we had the we had this discussion with Thais about the Twitch or not Twitch Switch. Um, she's like, "Do I want to buy it now? Do I want to wait till they come out with a Gen two? Um, it." It was kind of difficult to make that decision until mm-hmm. we looked up that Nintendo generally doesn't make Gen 2s for, like, years. So then she's <laughs> like, okay, I'm buying it now. Um, so there we go. We we got that. So she's back. You know, we bought it at that point. But there was still that. We weren't worried that it was going to go away, right? Yeah. There it is. So uh, that's what they're trying to sell. And I'm... Their marketing guy is doing exactly what he's being paid for, and that's to sell these things. And I'm sure he they probably sold a lot more than what they would have on day one had this been it you could wait for it. Exactly, exactly. I just I feel like this kind of stuff, while yeah, it might make money up front, it really it puts a sour taste in my mouth. I don't like it. I definitely don't like it. I know a lot of people who don't like it. So I don't know. Maybe it'll pay out for him in the end. I just... Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, well, I can't really say much about it now that I'll have to do cash grab things. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I have to pay for my Elder Scrolls Online subscription somehow, and that's 
That's one way of doing it. Uh, <laughs> killing me. Killing me, Smalls. Uh, Ajax Duo in chat, he actually mentioned this. And some I think we talked about before, but it's worth bringing up again. Uh, if you've noticed the transition from ESO's Crown Store, it's due to them hiring a former cartel market director from SWOTOR. So if you played SWOTOR and know about that cartel market, we're starting to see a lot of similar mm-hmm. trends from there in ESO. Um, so I, I don't know whether or not that's something that is good or not. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of hate for SWOTOR. So. Yeah. And let's just hope the principles of Elder Scrolls Online, uh, the principles of Zenimax Online, keeps it from going more towards Star Wars. Right. All right, uh, we have one more thing to show, and this is probably one of the more exciting things for news, and I'm going to pull it up right now. It is the Naru uh, narration of Vivek City. She's giving us a tour, so uh, enjoy. Vivek City, our largest settlement, larger by the day. As a Morog Tong assassin, I approve. Assassins love cities, especially cities as busy and bustling as Vivek. After all, we're better to hide than among other people. Just watch out for ordinators, and know the fastest route to the outlaw's refuge. Vivek, built to honor our living god's power. But did he have to build it under that big, ugly rock? There we go. <laughs> Back again. See, I love how that media source works. Um, I freaking love Vivek City. Like, it is gorgeous. Like, did you see in that one section when they walk into one of the, the, the common can or what are they called? Cantons? I think that's what they're called, Cantons. And you can see like the murals across the top. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is I have a, another question though. Uh, well, before you get that question, we have to hang yeah. up the call again. Sorry. <laughs> oh, poor Ark. I think uh, this this is th- this this software is just a culmination of my entire two weeks. <laughs> just yeah. Is it fixed now? It is every time. As soon as we hang up and bring you back, oh. it's fixed. At, at least it gets fixed by you know, the usual IT. Have you tried turning it off and back on again? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, as you were saying, the question. Okay. Since I never played more, and I didn't really go out and check the lore behind it, Mm -hmm. what's up with the rock? What's up with the media? Bardow. Okay, Bardow. The (laughs) Ministry of Truth. The lore behind Bardow is actually stems from Clavicus Vile, I believe who in seeing the hubris of Vivek as the god king, essentially, Mm -hmm. um, he decided he was going to break off a piece of a mountain and tossed it at Vivek City because of the arrogance of Vivek. Vivek, using the power of Lorcan's heart and the divinity that it granted him, um, or in terms of uh, 
whether or not you believe in 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 chim or kime or however you want to pronounce it mm-hmm. the you know the unspoken symbol of royalty yeah i know i'm really getting into this now <laughs> using his power he suspended it in the sky above vivek city so it's actually it's almost like he took a vcr on tivo and paused it because the idea was instead of removing it he said that until as long as he has the love of the people, Vivek City would endure. But if at any point in time the people should cease to love him, and there's like a capital L in this, so there's a lot of demographics on what he meant by this concept of love. But as long as the people will continue to love him, the city would be spared. And actually, what's really funny is that if you play Skyrim. You notice how when you talk to the Dunmer, they say how Vardenfell was gone. It was destroyed. Yeah. And right yeah. before that, Vivek disappears. We don't know what happens to Vivek. He's just gone. And when he leaves, guess what happens? Bardal crashes into the city <laughs> and causes the entire island just to, to explode. So that's actually what happened to Vardenfell in the fourth era something happened to vivek we don't know what he disappears hence the love of the people the power suspending bardow in the sky is gone and goodbye vivek city goodbye vardenfell and then with all the the destruction that's caused the argonians angry from years and years and years of slavery at the hands of the dunmer decide hmm Let's it's launch time an assault, and they, they pretty much wipe out all the rest of the Dunmer in mainland Morrowind that were not destroyed in the cataclysmic event that is the crashing of Bardow. Hmm. Oh, I see. Okay, that was educating. That's one thing. So, uh, so how far... Like, Vivek is one of the tribunal, right? Mm-hmm. Like Almalexia, Vivek, and Sorasil. Yep. Are all three of them strong as Vivek, or Vivek is, for some reason, is more powerful. They're all supposedly share equally, but Vivek... Here's the thing that's fun. Vivek was known as the warrior poet, so Vivek (laughs) writes about himself. We just know more about what Vivek can do, because Vivek writes about himself. A lot of people even wonder whether or not Vivek is a liar, which he very well might be. He's takes artistic licensing with what he, uh, with what he is describing in his books, but he's the only one of the tribunal that we know a lot about because he is the most, I don't want to say the most beloved because Amalexia is the mo- she's Mother Morrowind, but people mm-hmm. refer to her as Mother Morrowind, so that's how we know her. But Vivek is the most active among the people to the point where his works, his things that he does, is known to a lot of people because he's kind of out and about and he's showing it and he's you know he's he's showy. The magic hermaphrodite is showy, yes, and that's what they call him. Because he is both a boy and a girl. Yeah. Um, I, I like him because of that duality that he shows. 
this idea of both good and bad being mixed together, the Keimer, the Dunmer being mixed together. That's why he split right down the center. And mm-hmm. also the combination of male and female. I've mentioned this a long time ago, but one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Elder Lore, my favorite episodes deal with Kime and also the 36 Lessons of Vivek because he gets nuts in the 36 Lessons. Like what he taught. Like at one point, he keeps referring to his spear. Uh, I can't remember the name of the spear. And it's really funny because when you watch the video, there's a picture of him holding a spear. But when you're reading the 36 Lessons of Vivek, you kind of get the feeling that the spear he's referring to isn't a physical (laughs) weapon as much as maybe what's between his legs. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of that under-sexual term going on when you you talk about Vivek. He's, um, He's an interesting character. And that's why I'm really excited for Morrowind because of how unique of a character he really is. Uh, so yeah, uh-huh. now now you know a little bit about that. the lore. And why I'm so excited <laughs> for Morrowind because of how much I love the lore of this game. Um, so yeah. Man, now I'm really... Yeah. It's driving me nuts. I don't know the name of a spear. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, at one point, here's the funny part. Like, in one of the lessons of 36 Lessons of Vivek, he speaks about coming in contact with Molek Ball, whom the Dunmer call one of the four corners of the House of Trouble because they don't they don't recognize the Aedra the way the rest, the Nine Divines, the way the rest of us do. They mm-hmm. actually believe... Uh, uh, oh, HX Duos with it with the spear name. Uh, was that Mutra? Mutra was in it. M U A T R A is the name of his spear. But they don't recognize the Aedra the way we do. They actually are Daedra worshippers. But of all the Daedra, there's four that are considered bad, in, even in their terms. And, and not even bad, like evil. They call them the four houses or the four corners of the house of trouble because they believe that the. Uh, the Daedra, the Four Corners of the House of Troubles, are there to test them as a people. So they're not bad. They're there to test the um, the strength and resolve of the Dunmary people. And hello, Fishmaker in chat. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Uh, welcome. Yeah, I'm in a lore rant right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome, by the way. So there, he describes a scene in which Moleg Ball, in all of his beauty, apparently... Because when he comes down, Vivek thinks he is beautiful. And they essentially have an orgy under the stars. And in this orgy, Vivek plays the role of the female because he is taken by Moleg Ball and impregnated and gives birth to all of these monsters. And during this after giving birth to these monsters, after the orgy is over, and it's described in very vivid terms, um, after the orgy is over, and all these monsters and all these things, and he gives birth, he then seeks out to destroy these monsters that have been birthed by the coupling of him and Moleg Ball. Was that too much for you? And it's got the (laughs) ear. And the, 
that's not me. That's actually in the games. Like that is what it's. It's just part of the game. Part of what makes Vivek Vivek. So like all these monsters that are wrecking havoc after this orgy of violence and debauchery that he tends to have with with Molek Ball. And I mean, we've seen what Molek Ball looks like in in the game. I wouldn't say he's pretty. I mean, he doesn't do it for me, but apparently Vivek thought he was beautiful and therefore had um and therefore had, you know, this 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 love orgy with him and all these monsters. Morrowind is weird in every aspect. Gallusner in chat. So Molek's balls is really a thing? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Turns out. Yeah. Um Tara says Molek Ball is sexy. I don't know, maybe, whatever, but yeah, so that's Vivek, and we get to meet him. We get to meet him. It's going to be awkward because my character probably doesn't know all this that happened because I don't know if he wrote the 36 lessons of Vivek at this time period. Um, he might have, but I, it would be kind of neat because 36 lessons of Vivek only appear in Morrowind, in, in, in the game Morrowind. They don't appear in any other Elder Scrolls title. It's the only place you can get them. So I'd be curious if they have them in ESO's timeline. Like, if they're sitting around, like, even if they're partially finished sitting on a desk somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's yeah. lore. And we were meant to talk about this video. <laughs> but in reality, the video is just giving us a little tour of what the city of Vivek was. It's only, like, 50 seconds long um, for those who are, are listening to the uh, audio version of this. That's all it is. 50 seconds long of audio. But... I don't know. It's just it is it's awesome, right? It's, like it's it's great. It's definitely great. It's and the awesome. fact that Naryu is narrating it, that's it's true. That's up to it. Yeah. You know, and I was expecting to talk lore with Nate. I'm glad you asked these questions because <laughs> I can talk lore. Um obviously I can talk lore. Uh, when when Nate gets back, well, not gets back, but gets on the show, uh you you can do a more in-depth discussion of this because I, I don't know anything about Morrowind to answer back. Like I, I, I'm, I am in the learning position right now. Right. Not that I, I I'm, I'm not sure if I'm happy <laughs> about the things I learned. And, uh, <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, what has been heard cannot be unheard. <laughs> but it is what it is. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Wow. Um, there's already memes going on in our Discord channel about you as a Dalek because like, yeah, I, I saw it. I tried not to laugh while you were talking about lore. Hey, guess what? You're doing it again, so that means I have to kill it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Oh man, this program—it is what it is. All right, we're back, and you're back. I'm back, and you're better. See, uh-huh. I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway, that's our news section for this week. We're going to go ahead and move on to uh, <laughs> the last section, which happens to be our emails. We got lots of emails this week. Well, two of them, and they're fairly nice because they're nice and long. Um, but we also got an iTunes review. So first off, a uh, five-star review from Angry Pig Popper. I love that name. Uh, but it's actually Death Trap here in the community. He goes, hey, guys, Death Trap here. I'm sorry it took me so long to do a review, but here it is. I must say this podcast is an absolute must for any Elder Scrolls fan. I look forward to this podcast every week. Sorry it took us two weeks to get back to this. Uh, 
to get me through my Mondays at work. You guys are our, were all I listened to for a long time at work and as I got caught up. I love this cast, not to mention the fact the community is amazing. I always look forward to doing the guild events every week, and you guys give me more reason to log into ESO every week. Keep up the good work. Thank you again for all you do. Blood for the Pact. Death Trap. Thank you so much, buddy. We really do appreciate that. Um, and we appreciate anyone who's left us uh, reviews on iTunes. Like, you don't even have to write anything. Leaving us reviews are one of the best ways to get our podcast seen. So if you haven't done so yet, leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. Like, it really does. Um, yeah. Even if you don't want us to read it out or write anything, just leave us a leave us a review. It doesn't matter. We really do appreciate it. That really is an awesome way. So we got two emails. First off. Uh, first one is from Meow's Bark. Meow's Bark. Meow. I just feel like watching uh, Super Troopers right now. <laughs> you know how fast you go, Meow? Are you, are you Meow? Do I look like a cat to you? Anyway, Meow's Bark writes uh, about the Xbox. So, uh, ignore the naysayers about the Xbox community for ESO. I highly recommend that everyone join the ESO Xbox One community on Facebook. So this is actually really cool. We talked about last week... Uh, or not last week, the last show about how Xbox community generally has a little bit of a darker rapport. So he's coming to defense here. It's actually really cool because he's actually not coming, you know, um, not, it's cool because he's not coming down on us like that. He's actually going, Mm -hmm. no, guys, I understand the Xbox community can be, you know, treated that way. But here, Anyone who's playing on Xbox, I have a place for you. So this is actually really good. I'm glad he did this. So it's uh, facebook.com slash group slash ESO Xbox One community. It has 12,000 members. It's a closed group, which means only members can view posts, and it's well moderated. The trolls are few, the spam is deleted, and rule breakers are not tolerated. It's a good place to uh, sell uh, our auction wares, price check, advertise housing craftables, ask newbie questions, theory craft. Uh, our ESO memes. So there you go. It's a place where reputation means something. Scammers are blacklisted from the group by both Facebook account and gamer tags. So there you go, guys. Uh, ESO Xbox One community. Find them on Xbox, our own Facebook if that's something that you want to do. It's actually really cool um, that he did this. Like because I do feel for our Xbox server community. I mean, Sean own you. Um, he was on here and he's he's one of that plays on Xbox and he attributes. Yeah you know, a lot of the community issues to it just being Xbox. So if this is a good community to join and you're part of Xbox and didn't know about this, definitely check it out. He goes on to say, I'm not affiliated with the group, but it is an ESO lifesaver for me. I also discovered my beloved guild through this Facebook group. So there you go. There's, there's your, your sense of, uh, there, there's hope for Xbox. There's hope for Xbox. P.S. <laughs> love the podcast. It's been two weeks without y'all podcasting, and now I've listened to and called up to all your site's other podcasts just to try to get my Tales of Tamriel fixed. Thank you so much for listening to all of our shows. Uh, if if anyone's listening, and um, obviously this is our ESO-related show, but we do more than that. Uh, check out our Dungeon Crawlers for general MMO news. Uh, we have Tavern Talk for Saga of Leucemia. We have a new show coming up soon. Oh. And for anyone who listened early on to this show and remembers Thais, my co-founder for uh, Dungeon Crawler Network, she is coming on the show as my co-host. So it'll be her and I again. So something to, to look forward to for any fans of Thais. She may even appear on camera. <clears throat> 
just saying, she might. So those of you who got a little bit of uh, elbow love today, who are watching the video from her, may actually get to see more of her in the future. We don't know. We're still talking about it, but yeah, there it is. Uh, but yeah, so thank you so much. And again, I really do apologize. All this is on me. Ark was ready to go, ready to ready to do episodes, ready to go. I've just it's been so crazy at work that I just did not have the energy. For anyone who knows, we uh, I, I was worried in work as well. Like, even if you had the time, may I might have not had the time. So it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah. It's just been an insanely busy time. Like, Ark's getting ready to graduate. He's starting his new startup company. I just went through a data center migration that's still going (laughs) on because while the servers are moved, we're still having issues. So I just get home, and I'm exhausted. So um, I really do appreciate all all of our fans who listen to our show every week, all of our shows, our patrons who support us monetarily. You guys are amazing. Thank you for not giving us tons of crap over the fact that we've not had a show in two weeks. I hated doing it. I loved getting a show out to you guys for Tales of Tamriel every week. Uh, every two weeks we, you know, for our bi- bi-weekly show for the Dungeon Crawlers and you know, essentially quarterly for Tavern Talk because that's a, that's a collaborative event that I do with Stormhaven Studios, so it's whenever they release builds, which happens to be about mm-hmm. quarterly. I, I like being punctual with our shows. I hate missing shows. And especially even missing one show, but then having to miss a second one, I, I really feel bad. So I, I apologize to all of our fans who listen to the show. Um, I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, sorry for our audio issues this episode. We'll get those straightened out. Uh, new software is fun, and it's just a capper for my week. Why, why wouldn't I have more <laughs> software issues? Why right, not? Right. <laughs> so thank you so much for you guys and Meows Bark for saying you love the podcast and getting all caught up. Um, so it's it, it's awesome. So thank you, Meows. You're, you're great. Uh, PPS need more Agelos Miso lore bits. Well, guess what? <laughs> he goes. I could listen to you two rant about lore on a 24 seven loop. You get a little bit of it this episode, but Nate, aka Misa, is coming on. Uh, the next next couple episodes we, we're making some time adjustments uh, which is something I guess I'll announce for now we're starting pretty much during the month of May we're going to start an hour earlier to accommodate uh, Nate coming on the show um, so we'll be live at 5 but if you're listening on, on iTunes or you know YouTube it'll be out at the same time it always is so there you go so thank you so much. Uh, we really do appreciate uh, your email, Meowsbark. Thank you for pointing out the ESO uh, Xbox community. That's awesome, you know, obviously. And we'll go from there. Uh, one more thing to shout out uh, for some of our Patreon supporters. Um, uh, some of our rewards are a little late for some of you, um, and I apologize again. It's just busy all around the world. Our graphic artist, <laughs> Latuna, is busy. She has two commissions for two of our people. Um She's able to work on one now, so of the two people who are still waiting on, on headshot stuff, that'll be coming. I apologize again for the, the delay. Well, it's end of semester for her, too, so, Ark, you know how that is. So Yeah, yeah. Trying to fit it in. She messaged me, I can get one done. Send me some stuff. So I, I sent her both, and she's going to work on one of them, and then we'll, we'll get to it again um, as soon as we can. So, again, I apologize you guys are amazing community. I, I know this, and uh, you guys are great, so that's really cool. Um, I really do appreciate all of your patience. And I, I've sent messages to these two individuals 
before, and I just want to say it on the show in case you, you, you didn't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I really do appreciate it. All the people who support us, you're the best. Uh, greetings, Tales folks. Felt I should throw you a line after a recent Tales of Tamara episode where you brought up role-playing in ESO. It's not often podcast uh, in podcasts someone mentions RP and MMOs anymore unless it's to poke fun at those who do it, which is easy. I mean, I've RP'd for over a decade in MMOs, and I do it. So hearing you guys, tr- uh, hearing some of you are trying it was very cool. I actually started a podcast of my own with my wife and long-term friend uh, I've known for over a decade over uh, MMOs um, and through RP from EQ2. Uh, our RP MMO radio. So go ahead and check him out. Definitely do that. If, if you're into RP, cause there really is very few RP podcasts that I know of. So, uh, we're new at this whole, uh, this whole thing and go over different aspects of role playing MMOs, but your talk was great. Hey, tales of Tamriel. Apparently if you listen to our audio episodes today, you think we're new here too. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I started out, uh, podcasting where I literally, I said to my wife at the time, they or not at the time. She's still my wife, but, um, I said to her, I want a podcast. She goes, okay, do you know anything about it? Nope. <laughs> Let's figure this out. And uh, here we are three years later. So, yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of people uh, help me along the way. Uh, shout out to Avarwin from Elder Scrolls Off the Record. And, of course, Nate, a.k.a. Misa. Two, of, two people who have helped me tremendously through podcasting, like... If I had questions, especially early on, I reached out to Nate uh, and I've reached out to Avarwin and said, hey, you guys have been doing this for a while. What do I do? Or I had a question or something like that. And they jumped on and they helped me. And I really, I really appreciate it because we, you know, I, we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for these other amazing individuals who had already jumped in and were already doing this, who took the time out of their day to help me. Otherwise, we'd still probably sound like crap, excluding this episode. Please forgive us. Um, anyway, we're new to all this. All right, I read that already. Housing is both a bane and a boon to RP circles for exactly what you said. Great for private stuff, guild meetings, intrigue, etc., etc., <clears throat> but it also cuts people from seeing it publicly so that it can bring few people in. We always try to do a little bit of both for exactly that reason. I've only recently come to ESO myself after having played it for the first few months. It went live, and I'd say the RP community in the game is actually very healthy in spite of the mega server instancing and limits on people on people and structures. It is very rough at the start, but RPers tend to find a way if it is at all possible. ESO is an amazing game uh, for it as well as given the rich lore of so many Elder Scrolls games, which I, which you know I obviously went on a rant about earlier (laughs) it's always fun to meet people uh meet it's always funny to me that people that love the lore of mmos be it eso final fantasy 14 everquest never take that last step to act out a part and make themselves their own history outside of what just the game provides given it's not for everyone but for most it all only enriches the experience and puts the knowledge to use you know it's actually really funny for the amount of lore i know i don't rp yeah, that's that's you, you could you could make a you know scholar character, and there are people like that that does weekly you know lesson like RP sessions. Right, and, and they you're... just talk about lore, and people ask questions, they answer. Hey, you you'd be perfect at that. I'm gonna have to hang up the call again. 
<laughs> but yeah, I, I got what you're saying there. Um, with the with the lore of of the game, I think I I was a part of, and uh, she's in chat now, Tara and all that. ESORP. I came on their show the first time I actually met Tarua. Um, it was it was really funny because the very first time I met her, I was asked to come on ESORP to talk about news and and all this all this stuff. Your back arc, um, yeah. But it was really really funny. Is that when I came on ESORP, um, I was brought on only to talk about news. Then I started talking about 36 Lessons of Vivek. And not even just that. Then I started talking about Mundus, the plane of Mundus, what the stars were, Aetherius and all that. And, and uh, Taru in chat was like, I remember that. I was kind of, you know, like, I get the feeling that the people who were running ESORP were like, we brought him on to talk mechanics. And he's talking about Aetherius and the lore. <laughs> and how all of yeah, I, I have a lot of useless knowledge when it comes to ESL. Taru's in chat. It was epic. You outlawed all of us. <laughs> I don't think people were prepared for the amount of ESO lore that I had. Um, but it, that was definitely fun. Uh, I mean, uh, one thing, it's obvious you know more about lore than mechanics. Oh! If you actually knew about mechanics, you wouldn't create a build like your sex. Oh, I was waiting for it! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew where it was coming, too. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. I, to. I know, I like it. I like it. All right. Anyway, finish off this email. Anyway, a bit of a ramble. Sorry about that. You guys just keep doing what you're doing. And as a role player, thank you for bringing it up in a positive and in a positive light at that. That's Ashen Phoenix. He's part of our community. So shout out to Ashen Phoenix. Hey, I love RP. I myself, like, obviously I love the lore of these worlds. I like to feel like I'm living in the world. I think the hardest thing for me is the fact I just don't like sitting down and typing in a story. I'd rather be out. I do what I call immersion play where when I'm playing, I don't, I don't generally, at least when I'm playing, I'm not thinking, okay, I'm puncturing sweep. I'm hitting for, you know, X amount of damage. I'm actually thinking like I'm doing what I'm doing in the world as is, but I like just going out and experiencing it. You know, I, I do have a backstory in my head. I'm not just, there's a reason why my character's named jealous and not, stabby stabby templar right <laughs> like i don't I, I have an in-lore name for a reason i just don't sit down and do it but i i think rp i mean mmos i hate using the term mmos because mmo rpgs are just that they are massively multiplayer online role-playing games that's what they were designed as not what they became in modern times where it's just a quick get in get out with lots of other players um I have a question for our console listeners. Though. How, it, is there anyone RPing in the console side? I mean, I know it's, you know, the typing is not there at, unless you have a keyboard plugged in, but there is a voice chat. And I wonder if they RP using voice chat or something like that. Like, instead of typing, they sit down and actually talk and actually act as their characters. Well, Taru says there is, but I'm actually really curious that myself. If anyone in uh, um, in the community wants to sound that out, send us a message. And make this nice and easy. And this is for all of our shows. If you go to DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com, like I'm going to do so like right now, 
um, and you go to the top of our page, there is a contact us form. So you don't even have to remember our email. Go to dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. You can do the contact us, all right? When you And when you do that, it opens up a form, all right? Real quick, you put your name in, email. It allows me that if you had a question that you I can reply to you, or I'll answer it on the show. Like More often than not, I'll answer it on the show, but... You know, it allows me to reply back if, if that's warranted. But there's a drop-down list where you can leave a message for a specific show. Like, you know, we have our dungeon crawlers in there, Tales of Tamriel, Tavern Talk, Chocobo Raiders. If you want an email to go to a specific show, just do the drop-down list and leave us a message. So this goes for our other shows as well. And write us a message. Nice and simple. You do it right from the contact form. You don't even have to remember our email address. It's nice and simple. Go ahead and do that. Like, leave us a message. We love these mailbags. And I'm really glad that, you know, anyone who wrote us a, a message, thank you. And don't feel like you're rambling on. If I have to if I have to truncate your message, I will. But, you know, if we don't, we don't, you know. It, it's awesome. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad about that. Um, but I know with voice chat, a lot of our peers generally don't like voicing their characters. Because a lot of times they don't. I play when, <laughs> when I RP. It's really funny. I'll... I always pretend it's me in the world. So, you know, this face. I'm sorry for everyone who had to look at this face, but this face. Um, I pretend it's me. Just I change my backstory that I wasn't born in Pennsylvania and that I'm born in whatever world it is, or, you know, whatever race or whatever. But a lot of people, when they make characters, and Ark, you've, you've done this. I mean, Ark and your silver shield, you could probably jump into his head. But I know people who don't even play the same gender, same race. Like they, they play all sorts of random things. So yeah. having a human voice might be something that's difficult, and typing is a little easier. So yeah, but I, you know, maybe I was just wondering, maybe there is just you know one single guild that does it. That's their thing, or yeah. something like that. Because yeah, I mean, if you are playing the other gender, or you know, if you are playing a Dunmer, their voice is too hard to do. Like they speak from the throat, or something like yeah. that. Uh, so yeah, it, it would be hard to voice every character, but I was just wondering if there is some people that does it. Uh, Tara, I like to distance myself when RPing. It's funny cause I don't, I like to project myself. Like my character <laughs> is me. I don't play a female cause I'm a boy, you know, I'm a boy. Um, I don't play, I, I generally play human characters, you know, like, that's what I do because I I can get into those heads and I could play other characters, but why I lo- and I tell my wife this. She always asks me like, why do I play human characters when there's so many of these other races? I'm like, because I'm I don't look at these games in the same form of escapism as some people because I enjoy who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't need to escape from who I am as a person. I just wish I could cast magic. you know like or like fight with swords that's literally all it is like i don't feel like i need to be another person i just like to see how i would act given in a world where you know i can cast magic and stuff that's my form of escapism that's how i like to play because i don't need to get inside another person's head to escape i like myself i just wish i could cast magic (laughs) (laughs) uh you know like that's that's pretty much all it is like you know it is what it is. So, but uh, thank you so much for your emails, guys. That was an awesome mailbag. Thank you to Ash and Phoenix. Thank you to Meow's Bark. Uh, thank you to Death Trap for your messages and stuff like that. It really does mean a lot to us. Um, Ark, that's kind of the end of our show. 
Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, again, you know, with the amount of news we had, or the lack of news we had, it was still... I, I don't have my phone nearby, so I don't know how long it was. An hour but, and a half. Oh, okay, that's nice. That's that, not That's bad. our average. That's where we go, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, whenever we get together. Like, honestly, like, we have an outline, and, you know, we I post it for, like, the people who support us at, like, uh, producer level, you know, for the show. Like, not everyone, you know, that's... Because it's kind of a private thing, but mm-hmm. we have a very light outline. Like, I just try to put... But that whole Vivek uh, lore bit wasn't planned. That was just off the cuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about Vivek City, but a lot of stuff that you and I, and one of the reasons I was telling Thais, um, why I enjoy Arcanir and Nate, a.k.a. Miso, so much for Tales of Tamriel is because it feels like we we just play off each other like really well. Like I think we do, obviously. <laughs> it's our show. I might be a little biased, but... You and I, Ark, we play off each other. Even with so little news, we're able to come up with a show just by the back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. I honestly don't think it sounds like rambling. Like, and I mean, I've listened <laughs> to our shows. Maybe you do. I don't know. But it, it doesn't feel like we don't have things to talk about. We can come up with things mm-hmm. to talk about. We do a light outline when there's not a lot of news just to give us a talking point, And then you and I just take it. Same with Nate. Um, him and I, we just do a talking points, but when we get into it, we get into it and we, we start on our points, but then we get these rabbit trails and thankfully because of how awesome you guys are as podcasters, we keep it within the realms of what makes a good podcast, which honestly, a lot of people probably feel like it was planned, but it wasn't, (laughs) (laughs) it really wasn't. None of this was, yeah, the the chat is. I do got a little bit of bromance for my Arcanir and my Nate. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you I'll, I'll, fight. I'll fight anyone for Ark. There I'm, not, not... I'm never going to give you up, Ark. Never going to let you down. See? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I honestly believe, like, and it's, it, you know, I don't want this to come out in a wrong way because we have such an amazing community, and I do love everybody who's in our community. So don't get offended if I, you know, like you're, you know, but I do believe Nate and, you know, like art, you are two of like my best friends in this game. And I mean, everyone is like Galsner, You're amazing. A uh, Brad, you are awesome. Like there, and uh, there's so many people, but like with arc and Nate with being on the show and, and Galsner is the same way because he might not be on the show, but with DCN related stuff, I couldn't ask for a better crew. Like, you guys are just there for me when I need you guys. Like, I messaged Nate. Nate, Ark's got to go away for, like, a month. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do for a show. Because it's kind of hard when it's just two people. Like, when it's you and me, Ark, we got a show. Solo shows are not are not fun because <laughs> you have to plan so much more. I can't, I can't just come up with stuff, like, when you're talking and bounce off. It's what I can do. I try to keep... Solo shows as limited as I can because of that reason. But, you know, everyone in our community is amazing. Uh, I, I want to shout out all these names. Nerdman, Linway, Robot Dancer, Sean Own You, Avi Optimal. Like, all of you guys are amazing. I, I wish I could just go down the list, but I'd have to read <laughs> off, like, our entire guild yeah. roster. But it's true. Like, you guys, you just, you, we work well together. We mesh well together. And, you know... 
it, you know, it wouldn't be a show without you guys. It, it just wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. So thank you so much for you guys. Uh, thank you so much to our listeners. Wow. It's, you guys are amazing as well. Ark, do you have any shout-outs you want to do uh, before we go? Make sure you shout-out your, um, your, your, new, your new project as well, cool. and we're going to have that in the notes. So, <laughs> Well, as, as you said, the, the community, our community is great because when I, uh, when I first started, you know, when I first came on Tales as a guest, I was very nervous, and, you know, I, I, I was sure that, people would, you know, wouldn't really like it or wouldn't be supportive because at times I fail to talk, obviously, you know, I, I just can't translate my thoughts into English fast enough and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I was Mark, sure I'm going to, I'm going to have to stop you again. at this point. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> right in, right in the middle, right in the middle. Oh, right in the middle of your passionate yeah. speech. Yeah. 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 No. Go ahead. See when like this when my microphone fails when the um, when the misfortune happens. Uh, and but what whatever happened, uh, the community was always supportive, and that uh, that's the thing that um, allowed me to continue doing the show. And uh, that's the thing that's keeping me going with this show. So thank you all very much. Uh, thank you all for the support. Thank you all for everything. So, yeah, that's that. <laughs> Your microphone was getting emotional. I saw that, yeah. Uh, it still is. Uh, but that's okay. Yeah. And uh, as for the uh, company Ag mentioned, we are starting our in-the-game game development studio, uh, our own studio. Uh, it's called Angry Koala Studios. You can find us on Twitter or on Facebook. Though there isn't really much content because I just started the social media presence yes uh, the other night. So, but yeah, um, we are getting there, and we'll see what the journey where the journey takes us. We are not sure yet. Hopefully, we'll be there, developing games, doing stuff. <laughs> so are koalas naturally angry? Like I don't know if they are. Yeah, we have some uh, jokes about it, but it's pretty dark. Okay. So, so all right, all right. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it at that then, your dark koala <laughs> jokes. Maybe we'll get those at some other time. Um, but, yeah, awesome. Check him out, guys. If you follow us, obviously, Ark, you've listened to his content with me for, what, two years now, Ark? Almost? Um, I think I've the first time I've listened tales was episode 13 you've been with us as a community member for a long time i'm just oh. i'm just trying to i, I what, when was it i'm not sure i can't sure. remember i was a guest one. i was a guest host uh on episode 25 right after QuakeCon. right right and it was terrible no it was it was awesome i was so nervous so uh, and now you do it every I, week I, <laughs> yeah but yeah. um I think yeah, it was for 51, long, maybe, right? or something like that. I can't remember. It might have... No, it, it might was... Might be a year, because it was when the... Uh, the Senchgate. Yeah, Senchgate. That was the first time. Yeah, Senchgate. Mm-hmm. That was the uh, start of my... Uh, yeah, Senchgate. Senchgate. Episode 108 or something like that. Yep. So, yeah, no, it's almost a full year. 
at that mm-hmm. point. Actually, it might yeah. be a full year because we've had missed episodes or whatnot. But no, that's still that's awesome, Ark. Like you, you've been an amazing part of this show. Um, all right, let's go ahead and end this up before your mic ends up being bad again. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh, so thank you so much for everyone who's listening. You can find us and everything we do at DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. You can send us messages from there. You can also support us uh, by subscribing to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork, leaving us an iTunes review and telling a friend about us. Check out our other shows as well, The Dungeon Crawlers, which is a biweekly MMO show, um, Tavern Talk, which is our uh, Saga Vasima show. Um, our last episode, it was awesome. We were joined uh, by one of their lead developers, Robert Thompson, and, of course, the ever-lovely Aloha, their community manager over there. So you definitely want to check that out. Um, and we actually have, uh, I believe, I, I'll say it, yeah. We should have an interview coming up um, that will probably come across all feeds because I want people to know about this, that the game we've been following, Ashes of Creation, is going into Kickstarter May 1st, and we will be talking with their creative director, uh, Stephen, um, on the third, as long as everything pans out, so that will be fun. Definitely check them out. Uh, check out our Discord for you know referral links and stuff like that. Because if you sign up for their websites free um, through our link, it does help support us as a channel and of course as a community, everything like that. So that would be really appreciated. Check out our Discord for that link. Uh, it's a pin note in the Ashes of Creation channel, and I will definitely have that show, regardless of if you if you. Only subscribe to Tales of Tamriel. The interview itself will probably be on here. Um, you're all big kids. You can read if you don't. If you have no interest whatsoever, just don't download the episode. But I wanted to get it out there um, uh, because it's a project that you know I definitely believe in and I want to see succeed. And uh, this is obviously our biggest show. So you know, if you want to download it, great. Give it a listen. You may enjoy it. If not, no worries. Not gonna hurt my feelings. Yeah, but, you know, definitely, definitely wanted to make it so that people who maybe don't listen to our MMO show don't miss out on on seeing it. So it will be across all of our feeds, regardless of what podcast you listen to. Um, So definitely check that out next week. Look forward to that as long as that doesn't fall through. Uh, Facebook.com slash Dungeon Crawler Network. We also have a Steam group. Just search for us, Dungeon Crawler Network. There's a few of us on there that play Steam games. You should join us there if you want to just have a nice little community and chat. Uh, join our Discord, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com slash Discord. I know we have an ever-growing list of things you can do, but you should join our community because it's amazing. Like, Ark pretty much, you know, his mic went into tears talking about how awesome our community is. Uh, so definitely, definitely join us. So that's awesome. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, everyone who's part of this show. Thank you for watching. Thank you, chat room, for showing up and being awesome and dealing with our issues that we've been having today i apologize we'll have this figured out for our next show again sorry it was late notice and you know we we did what we did but hopefully it doesn't deter your enjoyment of this show thank you so much we hope you all enjoyed and we will see you next week here in tamriel see you later everybody the serpent lights the ancient sky and red of tainted stars Evil stirs and in its wake the souls of mortals sway and so